I am so excited to be talking with Rose Puglisi, Mesa County Commissioner. Uh, you know, when uh, the state legislature, the state house, state senate, and then the governor signed into law this national uh, popular vote compact, Rose and the mayor of Monument, Don Wilson, sprang into action. Rose Puglisi, welcome. It's great to have you with the Mayor Chicks. Thank you so much, Kim, for having me. So you and Don, uh, you have created something here. First of all, explain to people what is at stake. What What is this National Popular Vote Compact, and what's at stake in your eyes? Well, basically, the National Popular Vote Compact um, takes states' electoral college votes, so Colorado's nine electoral college votes would go into a pool where basically um, larger states like New York and California would decide for Colorado um, where our electoral college votes go for president. And so obviously we want to make sure that Colorado's votes stay in Colorado, and we're very committed to this issue. So what happened down at the state legislature then? So basically the state legislature um, passed uh, the national popular vote um, compact and basically allowed Colorado to join this compact of states. Um, and when those states get to, in the compact, get to 270 electoral college votes, which basically determines the president of the United States, um, those handful of states would be able to um, take Colorado's nine electoral college votes and, um, and give them to whomever those states decide should be president. And so when you saw this going through the state legislature, now you're a Mesa County commissioner, um, which that is a really important job to, in Colorado to be a commissioner because you're basically the governing board of, of your county. Um, what, I mean, you, you and Don, first of all, how'd you know each other? How'd you decide to, to push back on this? So here's how it started for Don and myself. Um, so for me, I was walking down Main Street when this um, in Grand Junction, um, walking to a lunch, and literally five people stopped me on the street that day. It's one of the privileges of being a Mesa County Commissioner. Um, five people stopped me on the street that day and said, what are you going to do about the national popular vote? We can't let places like California and New York decide for Colorado where our electoral college votes go. And so um, at that point, I wasn't sure exactly what could be done. Um, the bill was still going through the legislature, and so I talked to a, a few friends, and they connected me with Don, um, who Mayor Wilson was also very committed to this issue, and um, we decided to go through a referendum process to put this on the ballot um, in 2020 so that the people of Colorado can decide um, how they want their electoral college votes counted. So what is that process? I know that there's people out there with petitions. Uh, so what, you have to petition to get this on the ballot? Is that what's going to happen? Yes. So we need just under 125,000 signatures for this to go on the 2020 ballot. Um, we have to get those signatures in by August 1st. However, we are currently in the process, I mean, the outpouring of support that Mayor Wilson and I have received on this issue has been absolutely amazing, and the momentum has not stopped. We have over 2,100 volunteers that we know of, completely grassroots, um, circulating petitions. And um, so what we're trying to do right now is if people have petitions that are filled with 30 signatures or more, there's 40 to a packet, 
We're trying to get those signatures back so that we can validate those signatures so that we have a better idea as to what our numbers actually look like. But like I said, we need over 100, um, we need just under 125,000. Um, we are shooting for 200,000 because uh, some of those signatures will get thrown out for one reason or the other, and we want to make sure that the people have a, a chance to vote on this issue. Okay, so if people, if you are one of those 2,100 and you have 30 signatures uh, or more, you'd like that petition back, but you could probably then get another new petition that you could be circulating, correct? Absolutely. We have boxes printed and ready for people um, who want to continue to circulate. Absolutely. Okay. Now, what about people? Now, James uh, Takeda over here on the Front Range has really been working hard as far as uh, where people can go to sign these petitions. And it's, uh, let me give that to you. It is um, coloradanvote.org. That's coloradanvote.org. And he has a number of locations where people can go to sign those petitions. Uh, it, what about, uh, uh, you know, out, out on the Western Slope? How can people, you know, find out where to, where to sign this? So the coloradansvote.org website, thank you for putting that out there, is our official website. So if you want to get petitions, um, sign up to um, locate uh, meeting locations, to sign petitions, circulate, donate, all of that is done through Colorado's vote, and that's our statewide site. Okay. So whether you're in Grand Junction or uh, Montezuma or Pueblo County, you, anyone who's interested in this effort, just go to coloradansvote.org, and you can get information for your area. Okay. And people can still sign up to get petitions as well, and you can get all that information you said at coloradansvote.org. Absolutely. Okay. Now, do you have any idea where you are in trying to get to these 200,000 uh, signatures? We are doing very well. Um, you know, the petitions that we've gotten back so far, obviously we have a lot more out. Um, we have enough petitions out for over 120,000 signatures. And the amazing thing is all of these packets that we've received so far have come back completely full. So 40 signatures, every packet. So, um, we, as, like I said, we're in the process of validating so that we know that we've got some good signatures. So I don't have a good number as to, you know, this is the number we have today. But I do know that we are in a very good position um, to get this on the ballot. Now, another thing, this is very grassroots. It's very organic. And it, I'm just thinking, this has got to cost, I mean, there's a lot of time involved in this. And it sounds like there's a lot of people donating their time. But there are hard costs on this. And uh, how are you doing money-wise? I think I heard that you were doing... Uh, you, that you've done something with Freedom Fi, which is that uh, crowdfunding source at uh, Independence Institute, and that went really well. Absolutely. So, you know, on our website, we, we've had people who have donated $20 to $100 to $1,000, uh, very grassroots. Um, John Caldera with Independence Institute has allowed me to do two Freedom Fi videos, and we've been able to raise money that way as well. Um, obviously, it takes money to print these petitions, to validate these petitions. And so um, if anyone is willing to support our effort, we really appreciate it. But you know what's really amazing about this effort is that it is completely nonpartisan. The people that I am talking to, they're Republicans, they're Democrats, they're unaffiliated. They all feel this issue is really important to them because it, it's their votes. It's something that's very personal to them. And, you know, this legislature, 
you know, it doesn't matter what your issue is. This legislature attacked every single one of those issues. If it's guns, they went after your guns. If it's oil and gas, they went after your jobs. If it's um, vaccines, they went after your right to parent. Um, but when they went after people's votes, that's where, I mean, you people stepped up and said, you know what, enough's enough. We want to be part of this effort to make sure we have a voice. It wasn't the legislators, legislature's votes to give away. It wasn't the governor's votes to give away. These are our votes, and we have the right to vote on that. Absolutely. amazing. Rose, it, it, that, it is so important. I, I want to go to break. When we come back, though, I think that there's possible confusion about you know, how people are supposed to vote. And so we need to make sure that people understand okay. the Electoral College and then we need to kind of describe what the ballot question looks like so people understand what it is and that, and you know, do I vote yes or do I vote no? How, you know, I'm, to accomplish what I want to accomplish. So let's go to break. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. I'm talking with uh, Mesa County Commissioner Rose Puglisi, who uh, this national popular vote question that's going to be on the ballot is uh, her brainchild with uh, the mayor of Monument, Don Wilson. And so we will be right back. Thrilled to be having a conversation with Rose Puglisi. She is a Mesa County Commissioner, and uh, she is one of the the two folks that is getting this national popular vote compact question on the ballot. Before we go to you, Rose, though, a couple of things, Steve. uh, Patty had had on our our headlines that the Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak vetoed the national popular vote bill out in uh, in Nevada, this is from the Washington Times. He surprised onlookers Thursday by vetoing a bill to join this national popular vote interstate compact. He said it would reduce the influence of low population states like his in presidential contests. The agreement, he said, would upset, upset the framers' balance between small and large states and could leave a sparsely populated western state like Nevada with a greatly diminished voice in the outcome of national electoral contests. And I think he's a Democrat. And you said something else just came across the wire, Steve? Yeah, I'm just now looking at it. The state of Maine, the House of Representatives, rejects effort to link electoral college to the national popular vote. Okay. So it's, it seems like as people are starting to understand this, and as Rose, you mentioned, it's both Democrats, unaffiliated, or all three, and uh, Republicans, they're saying, wait a minute, you're messing with a lot of things, but now you're messing with my vote. So uh, explain to our listeners, I don't think a lot of people understand the, elect- the Electoral College. Okay, so um, for Colorado, we get nine Electoral College votes. And um, so there are other states that obviously have a lot more, like California and New York, who are part of this compact. Um, it's interesting, you know, Nevada and Maine, um, there, I've gotten calls from people in Oregon. Um, Mayor Wilson has gotten people from calls even in California saying that this goes too far. Um, states' rights are at issue when we are trying to pool our electoral college votes to vote for the president. And generally, um, the presidential candidate that gets 270 votes or more is, you know, becomes mm-hmm. our president. And this really started um, because basically some of the argument is um, that the president should be elected by popular vote. So whoever gets the majority of the popular vote um, throughout the country, that's the person that should be our president. Um, what people forget is that our founders um, started us as a republic, not, um, 
not a democracy. And so having this representative um, form of government is really important to preserve. And so making sure that places like Colorado, um, as the Nevada governor pointed out, and especially more rural and less populated areas, still get a voice um, in who our president is, is very important. Um, Otherwise, you're going to have, you know, the higher populated states overrunning the smaller states. And that's a real issue for us. You know, these are Colorado's votes. Um, We should be able to cast those votes to president, and they should be counted um, for Colorado by Coloradans. And so that's our problem. Well, most definitely. And and the reason, and the founders really thought about this. The Electoral College is in the Constitution. And if you want to change the Constitution... You need to go through the amendment process. So this is stomping, I think, all over the Constitution. But it's brilliant what they did regarding the Electoral College because they said that each state would get the number of electoral votes of their number of House of Representatives plus their senators. And, you know, the, the number of senators was, was everybody gets the same number of senators. So that, in essence, gives smaller states an equal voice over in the Senate and then, of course, the House of Representatives is basically on population. And so then they mirrored those two things together to determine the number of electoral votes so that, like you say, that the, the highly populated states don't run over the small states, but yet the small states uh, can, you know, can't totally hold the, the, um, the highly populated states hostage either. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing that they came up with. And the, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and, you know, we use the word the majority of the votes. But in essence, what this would do is it would be a plurality. It's not going to be a majority. It would be a plurality uh, of the uh, uh, number of votes. And so it would further probably delegitimize people's votes, which is a, a lot of concern. So we've, we need to get to the, what this ballot question is going to look like, though, because the wording is important and people need to understand you know, exactly which way to vote. So tell us a little bit about that, Rose. Absolutely. So basically, the, the language um, for the ballot question is determined by the Constitution for a referendum process. So um, basically, it states whether or not Colorado should join a compact of states um, for um, our votes for president. So it doesn't say electoral college, which I know has thrown people off, um, but this is the statute, this is the constitutional language we had to use. Now, obviously, we are advocating for a no vote. Okay. And what's great about that is that people in Colorado like to vote no more than they like to vote yes. So... Um, so I think we already have an advantage, and Magellan did a poll um, showing that we're people are pretty split, 50-50, um, with a little bit of an advantage on um, not joining the compact. So, um, so basically, we're advocating for a no vote. No, we do not want to uh, join this compact of states um, for our presidential votes. And so that's the language. And I also wanted to mention, you know, what's really interesting when we're talking about the majority vote Um, or the national popular vote, is Colorado is a winner-take-all state. So we have nine electoral college votes, and um, whoever wins the popular vote in Colorado gets all nine of those votes. And so when people say, well, you know, whoever wins the majority um, of the vote should get out, you know, should become president, and I said, absolutely, I agree. I agree that whoever wins the majority in Colorado should get Colorado's votes. 
and um, and that's the system we currently have in place. We shouldn't be messing with it. Well, this is really fascinating. Um, what else? I, I, you and I had talked. Uh, well, you know, you did uh, the the Stanford Colorado rally over in Grand Junction. That's kind of how you and I first started to get to talk to each other. I knew who you were, and then I saw that you were doing this national popular vote, and I'm like. My gosh, that that girl has guts. I, I'm like, wow, I need to get to know her better on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when we had talked about this, uh, and getting this on the ballot is so important, and will this be in on the ballot in 2019 or in 2020? Um, constitutionally, it requires us to put it on the 2020 ballot, which is great because um, you know, we have till August 1st, then um, our signatures will go to the Secretary of State's office. But in that year and a half that we have, we can really educate people on the Electoral College. Like you said, people have a lot of questions, a lot of confusion um, about how their votes are currently counted and why the Electoral College is still relevant and important. So that'll give us a year and a half to really launch a great education campaign so that people understand what they're voting for. You know, I think that's going to be really great because it means people are going to have to start to think again about the Constitution. And it's something that is pretty easy to read. Uh, and I would recommend that everybody read that. And the other thing, Rose, I am saying, we, you know, your vote is sacred. In in America, I think people look at their vote and they think that it is very sacred. But the other thing is is if, uh, if in fact, uh, you don't know the candidate and what they stand for, or if you don't understand the issue, I think you have a responsibility either A, to find out, or B, not to vote. Because an uninformed voter, I think, is more dangerous than not voting at all. And Steve just handed me a note. He says, do you think the Secretary of State of Colorado will be unbiased as, uh, as you go through this process? Wow, that's a great question, Steve. Um, <laughs> Well, it's, you know, I, I'm an attorney, um, and so it, the, watching this process has been very interesting for me um, from that perspective, because right after the National Popular Vote Compact um, had gone through the legislature and was signed in by the governor, the Secretary of State said, uh, you know, this is the greatest day, you know, for Colorado. Um, she fully supports the National Popular Vote Compact. And in my mind, I'm thinking, does she realize that she needs to adjudicate um, these petitions that will be going through the Secretary of State's office? Um, to me, that's kind of a conflict of interest um, from an attorney perspective. But we, you know, we are fully committed to this effort. We, um, we're going to get the signatures that we need to get this on the ballot. And um, we, we trust that the Secretary of State's office will adjudicate these fairly. If there was uh, any idea that maybe some shenanigans are going on or some bias, uh, what kind of action could be taken? You know, we're hoping to avoid, you know, any legal action on, on this issue. But, you know, we, we will do everything that we um, have to do to make sure this gets on the ballot and to the, the vote of the people. Okay. Rose Puglisi, we have just about a minute. Uh, what is the final thought that you would like to le uh, leave with our listeners? 
we're still looking for grassroots volunteers. If you can, um, you know, help us in any way, we really appreciate it. Obviously, donations are welcomed as well. Please go on our website, coloradansvote.org, to get more information. Okay, well, great. Rose, thank you so much, and uh, thank you. It was fun to get to do the Stand for Colorado rally with you, and I, I have yeah. people reaching out, and they want to do another one. So, uh I'll oh, fantastic. Let, I'll let you know as we go along with that as well. So Rose Puglisi, Mesa County Commissioner, she is a real hero here in Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the Mayor Chicks this morning.